Welcome to the Canicuck Institute podcast, where we continue to equip leaders with biblical skills for a lifetime of ministry. Hi, welcome to the Canicuck Institute podcast. You've got Keith Chancey coming at you live from Branson, Missouri, here in the podcast room. And we are so excited today to have Lansing Brown with us. Lansing, you are an alumni of the Canicuck Institute. What year did you graduate, Lansing? That's right. That's right. Graduated in the COVID year of 2020. Oh, wow. COVID. Yeah. I forgot about that. Lansing, talk to us about what was it like your year being a part of the Canicuck Institute during COVID? What was it like? Yeah. Well, you know, I grew up in Branson, yep. as you know, and so um, had known about the Institute for a long time and um, probably felt a little pressure to be a part of it. And so it took took some time to get to you know, make my own decision. But mm. once I did, it was a pretty special year for me. I love that. You know, it's really fun because uh, your dad and I, back in 1980, we were a part of a very special class called the Dulas Group. And Dulas number one, there were seven of us. And Terry Brown, your daddy, and I, back when he had a mustache just like you, dark hair just like you, and now <laughs> it's a little different. Your dad looks a little different. But you know, it's fun to see you coming up through the ranks as a man that loves Christ. Lansing, do me a favor. Tell me a little bit about your journey in Christ. When did you come to Christ? Because you, you grew up in a Christian home. And everybody say, boy, it was easy for you. But it's not so easy. And people yeah. don't really understand the bumps that go along with that. So talk a little bit about your journey. Yeah, absolutely. So I remember coming back from vacation Bible school when I was about six years old. And I told my mom, I think I want to put my trust in Jesus. And of course, you only know so much of what that really means at six. Um, but for me, that was the beginning of mm. learning to understand what Christ's message was all yeah. about. And uh, it probably wasn't until I was in my early teens and sort of the junior high years that I started to feel a little bit the weight of the world, sure. you know, and, um, and and being in a Christian community, there was a little bit of that pressure to, you know, kind of be the good kid yeah, and yeah. do things right. And so outwardly, that was probably the case. I was getting good grades and yeah. outwardly I was the good kid, but on the inside I was struggling. Mm. And so my my sort of um, battles that I was dealing with were just a lot of comparison and that led to, you know, some just depression mm-hmm. that I started struggling with from that age and trying to figure out what's my identity? Yeah. Who am I? You know, why was I even created? And um, wrestling with God on that, not understanding that question. And mm. so that was, um, you know, that was from the beginning. That was yeah. the main question I was trying to answer and was struggling with. And and that probably, um, you know, affected a lot of the sure. other areas in my mm-hmm. life. So sin areas that, that wouldn't have been as intense yeah. were, you know, just became a, a, a bigger issue because yeah. of that internal battle. Your sin became a coping mechanism type deal. Absolutely. Where you begin to look at other things that you begin to draw you away from God, but you, you knew you were a Christian because you're, right. you know, there was a, you understood grace. You understood a personal relationship with Christ. You knew that even as a young man, you were saved. However, mm. that journey began to be difficult, filled with some bumps. Yeah. You know, when did you begin to say, okay, I'm overcoming this, Lansing? How old were you? 16, 17, 18, 19 years it, old? It was probably 14 or 15. Okay. And um, that was, it was a little bit miraculous, but the Lord's timing, of yeah. course, and His sovereignty um, amidst those struggles, He brought some people into my life mm. that started speaking truth. Yeah. 
um, one of which was Shea Robbins. And uh, he started our Mighty Men Bible study. Yeah. We'd meet at McDonald's every Monday morning. And I, I learned to actually love diving into the Word of God. And mm. I realized, okay, this is more than just, you know, some stories mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I was told were important when mm. I was a kid. These are real. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it just seeing the power of Scripture mm-hmm. on display. So it was very cool to have a leader like him step in and, and be a mentor. And then... You know, there, there's a, a whole nother story that I could talk for a long time, be very long-winded mm-hmm. about uh, with my dad's story mm-hmm. of him losing his job and mm-hmm. having to go through a faith journey there. Mm-hmm. And so that was a, another huge catalyst mm-hmm. for me um, of, of seeing, all right, this is what it looks like to mm-hmm. have faith, you know, get up every morning. And literally, he'd get on his knees and and pray, Lord, would would you provide? Mm. And I hadn't, I don't know that I'd seen faith actively lived out Mm. that way before. Mm. And so that was, that was an incredible thing, Mm. opened my eyes. And then, you know, amidst all that, I've been going to Canacuck since I was a kid, but this is, you know, that next summer was probably the first time I'm, my ears are open and I'm Mm. going, oh, wow. I hadn't even, I'd kind of just been missing it this whole time. And suddenly the gospel message resonated in a completely different way. It became so real. I love, there's two things I just want to review for just a moment. Number one, the impressionableness of a child, Mm -hmm. of a son watching his daddy who went through the most difficult time of his life, losing his job. And the thing that you remember most about your dad was him on his knees. And I just want to encourage dads and, and parents out there today if you're out there and you're going through a difficult time, your kids aren't disappointed in that you may lose your job. But what they want to see is they want to see a model yeah. of a man or a woman that loves God enough to get on their knees and humble themselves and just trust God and to be faithful. Because I know your dad during that time was still seeking things of God, finding other jobs. He was not going to let your family be without. Right. And he did all those things. And you were able to see a model. So modeling is mm. so very important. I heard modeling in two ways. One from your dad and two from a mentor. Yeah. And so the modeling of your dad went to his knees. And then the modeling of your leader, Shay Robbins, was so huge to your life to show you that the word of God was fun. And you saw other men that saw the value of the word. And you begin to take, man, as an impressionable kid, you're going, dude, this is awesome. Yeah. Ha, ha. Oh, I want to yeah. be tough like him, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, watching you grow up like that was so good. So modeling was so important. Well, you know what? You saw this in your life. Uh, and, and I just want to say something now, because now let's fast forward. You came through COVID. Mm-hmm. You came through one of our difficult years, the Institute. But then you met a girl also, her name, uh, Kennedy, and, and you got married. That's right. And, and you know, you are now celebrating. How many, uh, how long y'all been married now? Yep. So we've been married about two and a half years. Oh, my I married word. up. I married you up. You did marry yeah. up. And so in that marriage... You know, two and a half years, they say a lot of divorces and difficult things happen between the first two and a half years. You know, what have you learned during this time that you would say some really good words for us out there that are kind of going through this? You know, going back to my story yes, and, you know, the the outside circumstances for me looked great. Everything looked Mm -hmm. awesome. I was the, the good kid, but was struggling on the inside. That same, you know, mentality has can definitely take root in marriage. I've mm. seen that. And just the fact that even if um, 
Kennedy and I aren't having an argument. We're not having some kind of marital struggle. There's going to be in, environmental forces yeah. that yeah. are working against us. There's going to be some kind of outside force that's pushing and pushing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be resistance. And so, you know, we kind of, I know, like it, whether you're studying James or, or whatever um, in Scripture, you're going to see trials of some mm-hmm. kind that's consistent. So if you're not in a trial... You may have just come out of one, or you may be about to enter one. And so that is, I very much have seen that in Mm, marriage. mm. And being able to say we're on the same team is huge. And it's difficult, though. Yeah. It's very difficult. So the practical steps that you do is that prayer, number one. Number two, y'all try to communicate and resolve this. Yeah. What all, what are the tips would you give to us that you think are some things that you do? Because these are things that are so everybody out there is going, man, I need to know how to work through these things, <laughs> and I won't pretend to have it figured out. I I'll know tell you, you don't. that, but prayer is huge. Yeah, and praying together mm, because praying together. Mm-hmm. there's something about yes, we each have our individual yes. relationships with Jesus, yes. but to get on our knees together mm-hmm. is to both have making that commitment at the same time. Like we are the only reason that this is going to continue right. to work is because we're on our knees with go. the Lord. And so when we prioritize our time with him and mm. our quiet times, then our Talk marriage about is that. only Your quiet time. What does that yeah. look like? Do y'all have it together, separate? Because everybody's always going, yeah. how do you do that? You know, Man, you know, I think we had this idyllic picture of we're going to, you know, before probably an engagement that we're both going to get up at, you know, 5 a.m. And we're going to spend an hour in the word yeah, together, yeah. have our coffee, an hour in prayer, yeah, and yeah. then an hour, in, an hour on a prayer walk. And, you know, it doesn't quite work out yeah, perfectly yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. like that because, um, you know, schedules are crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We may be getting coffee with somebody mm-hmm. one morning. We may have to go into work early another mm-hmm. morning. And so it does mean that some of those times are going to be individual. Mm -hmm. And what that, I think the important part is when we can touch base, Mm -hmm. say, Hey, what, you know, what, what Mm -hmm. have you been reading? Mm -hmm. What have you been praying about? And sort of still connecting, even though that time isn't always going to be spent Mm -hmm. together to at least connect and share Mm -hmm. what we've been learning, what we've been studying is huge. Mm, I love that. Well, you know, what's really fun is I, I know your mom works with us here at the Institute and your dad, I see him all the time, love him and the way he's just so faithful of a man. You saw it modeled, Lansing. Yeah. You're now modeling to others what you saw modeled to you through your leader, through your parents, and now as a young man who is two and a half years into marriage and ministering to a lot of other young folks out there that are thinking about marriage or that are married And that the thing that you're modeling is, number one, you're in prayer. Number two, you're in the Word of God. And that when you guys can come together, y'all do share the things that you're learning. But most importantly, you're modeling it. Mm. And so I just want to say to the audience out there today that if you're out there and you're going, you know, what am I doing with my life? The greatest thing to do is model it. Mm. Model to others. Get involved with your local church, a youth ministry, somewhere where you can invest into others. Entrust to them what has been entrusted to you, the modeling of Christ that it just takes a little quiet time, a little time in the Word of what you're learning. But most importantly, it's about grace. It's about the grace of God to see others more important than yourself and love them through as 
as today Lansing is talking about his relationship with Kennedy and talking about his faith journey and how he's come together and now what he'll do the rest of his life. And if he has kids one day, he'll model that to his kids, but he'll always be modeling what he's learned in Christ. And, and you know what? I think about almost on a daily basis, something that you and Chad say, which is that there has been an endless, mm. unbroken chain of discipleship yes. from the be- very mm. beginning of the mm. church. Mm. And that is a powerful mm-hmm. truth because whether that is just, you know, you taking the time to get coffee with a younger guy yeah. or that is getting a, a K-Life small group mm-hmm. of, of wild seventh graders yep. that can't, ha- you know, keep their attention yep. for more than 10 seconds, just diving in the word with them, um, being a part of a small group. Like mm-hmm. those are ways that we get to invest and it's uh, just a blessing to even mm-hmm. have those opportunities. And mm-hmm. so, you know, that's my, that's my advice is jump in, even if you're unsure about those things, jump in and, no one has it all figured mm, out. Mm. We're just all trying to keep our eyes fixed and on the Lord and keep going. There so you go. invest. Well, Lansing, I so greatly appreciate you as an alumni coming here and taking a few minutes just to give some words of encouragement to an audience out there that's in desperate need just to recalibrate a moment yeah. and, and just to say, you know what? I need just to go back to what I know is true. I've, I've seen it modeled. I'm going to go back in the Word. I'm going to be in prayer and we're going to be okay. Hey, thank y'all so much for joining with us today. Thank you, Lansing, for being a part of us, the Canicuck Institute. And thank you for your life that loves Jesus Christ. Guys, thank y'all for uh, hearing us today. And may you have the best day ever. God bless. Bye now. Bye.